friends. 3-21-21, it is World Down Syndrome Day. And as shouters of worth, we know that shifting the Down Syndrome narrative will take more than a day of awareness and celebration. Creating a world in which everybody can belong, it is more than a moment. It is a movement, which is why I am so beyond thrilled to announce our newest endeavor here with the lucky few. It is called This is Down Syndrome. It is a global movement to shift the Down Syndrome narrative. Let me tell you more about it. With storytelling and relationship at its core, This is Down Syndrome will offer an expansive, relatable and transformative look into what it really means to live with down syndrome and guess when we are launching this movement dun, 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 dun. on world down syndrome day march 21st 2021 so through powerful images and bite-sized engaging stories we will show a variety of aspects of living with down syndrome we will do this by photographing and highlighting not only people who have down syndrome but their parents siblings grandparents, extended family members, friends, teachers, co-workers, roommates, anybody connected to a person with Down syndrome. We want to tell your stories and we want to invite you to join this movement. We need your help to spread the word. So here's what you can do. You can go to thisisdownsyndrome.com where you can get all of this information and more. You can also submit your stories through that website. Please do that if you have a story to tell about a loved one with Down syndrome or if you have Down syndrome and you want to share your story. You can also head to Instagram where we are this.is.down.syndrome. You can see the stories being shared there and you can share those and repost and share and repost and get the word out. You also can head to the website and you can donate to this movement so that we can keep telling these stories. As together, we here, the community of the lucky few, we're going to shout the worth of people with Down syndrome and shift that Down syndrome narrative. Again, you can head to thisisdownsyndrome.com or on Instagram, we are this.is.down.syndrome to learn more. Hey friends, da 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 Happy World Down Syndrome Day! Ooh, yeah! Yes, you guys, we didn't even plan that, and it was an invitation for Micah to sing, and she <laughs> yes. just knew. You took it. Friends, it's World Down Syndrome Day. We love this day around the whole wide world. And we are coming in hot today. We're just talking. I got my frog voice. Merce, give us a tasting of your voice. Hello. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have to try either. (laughs) I have a frog voice too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But we are so excited to get to be recording this episode. It is a bonus episode. Um, and we are so happy here. Always the Lucky Few podcast where we're shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. So this is Heather. Mercedes. And Micah. And today on this World Down Syndrome Day with this bonus episode, we are going to be talking about 21 things we love most about Down syndrome, about our kiddos. Thank you for joining us on this very special day, friends, and welcome to the Lucky Few podcast.
Before we jump into our episode, we want to read another one of your sweet, sweet reviews. Casey E. says, I read the Lucky Few book shortly after having a newborn with Down syndrome placed in our home in foster care. I had no idea what we were getting into and knew nothing about Down syndrome. When these ladies started a podcast, I was thrilled and had to listen. It has put words to my feelings, opened my eyes to struggles and opportunities, and makes me feel like I am not alone in this journey of parenting a child with Down syndrome. The newborn in foster care is now almost three and officially became my son in July 2018. This podcast has given me lots of encouragement along the way, and I am so grateful for it. (gasps) Casey! Casey. That's beautiful. Thank you for your words, and what a blessing, and how exciting. You're a sweet boy. I love that. I love that, too. Well, I love that, Casey. Thank you. And, friends... Please don't forget to review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts so we can read it aloud next week. We love reading these and appreciate your support so much. Yes. Amen to that. Thanks to everyone for always leaving such kind reviews. We are so grateful that you love this show. Friends, I'm going to bring this up because it's also our podcast birthday today. Oh my gosh! Happy birthday! There it is. It's our three years. We launched World Down Syndrome Day three years ago, 2018. Nineteen, eighteen. We're little toddlers. Nineteen. Little podcast toddlers. (laughs) I thought it was eighteen. We are little podcast toddlers who can't remember their birthday. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're this many. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Marissa just held up three fingers. Um, so happy birthday to the podcast. And I love that we're three years in and there is no stop in this world. So mm-hmm. thank you to the listeners for listening. Cause we also, I was about to say, cause it wouldn't happen without them, but I have a sneaky feeling the three of us would still keep recording. If no, one was <laughs> if just for ourselves, <laughs> I just love to listen to ourselves be funny we yeah. think we're so funny oh my like goodness <laughs> us and my my auntie lucia and occasionally my dad and occasionally <laughs> my mom <laughs> and we no, but, tell guests to come on right come on our show <laughs> we have five downloads an episode it'll be worth all yeah, your time right. so many <laughs> i know <laughs> but all joking aside, we're so thankful listeners to you guys, because that's why we're here. And we're so, so grateful. So today we just wanted to hop on here. There's no way we could let our birthday go by or world down syndrome go by without acknowledging it Mm -hmm. on this beautiful Sunday morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And we want to celebrate down syndrome. And here's what we're going to do a fun little quirky thing where we're going to share 21 things that we love about down syndrome. And we know, I think, especially I know for me is my kids have gotten older and especially the last three years on this podcast, learning so much about people with down syndrome, about the responsibility to be a voice, the responsibility we have when we are a voice and advocate in this space. And just to say upfront, we are so aware that as we list 21 things we love about down syndrome, every person with down syndrome is an individual and their own person. And we've talked about it on the podcast before how, you know, like the stereotypes of like, 
everyone with Down syndrome is always so happy or loves to hug or whatever it is. Um, we know those things are not true for every person with Down syndrome. So we just want to say that out loud and up front that we, we know that and recognize that every person with Down syndrome is an individual. And we also know that there are some commonalities that are found within a Down syndrome diagnosis that might not be true for all, but are true for many. So that is my little caveat before mm-hmm. we start listing off 21 things we love about Down syndrome. Anything else you want to add, ladies? Putting you on the spot before you start. I know. Um, anything I want to add? No, just the, I'm excited that we could be celebrating our podcast birthday, World Down Syndrome Day. I feel like I want that to be one of mine, but I don't. So this is a bonus one of mine. I oh love gosh. that we have extra holidays. <laughs> yes. Oh, World Down Syndrome Day. And then. October Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Um, you know, I just love a reason to celebrate. And I love that um, we can have these certain times in our world and in our society to celebrate differences and celebrate mm-hmm. people with Down Syndrome. It's needed. So that's yeah. all. Okay. I have I have a bonus too. Okay. I love that we have so many t-shirts in our community. Oh my just gosh. like- a t-shirt for everything. Like speaking of celebrating, I'm just true. It's just a joy. My drawer full of them. Oh god. <laughs> Girlfriend, she's wearing a narrative shifter shirt. I am right now. Speaking right of now. which. <laughs> and underneath it is another narrative shifter shirt. Whoa, oh double narrative shifter? <laughs> that is so. Funny. Oh, I feel like we need to take a picture, a little, you need to do a little boomerang of that and we'll put I it in the, on the website in the show notes and on the Instagram page. All right. Cause that's too good. Um, <laughs> I love that so much. I have a bonus too. Okay. Oh. Something I love about world Down Syndrome day are the videos that come out. Yes. My favorite video of all time, dear future mama or mother. Have you guys seen the new video, the no. job one <gasps> with sting singing the song about the job? It's so good. And it is called the hiring chain. The and it's like, chain. so I, okay. I saw it the first time and I'm like, who in the world made this video? Where did this come from? Who is it? Who, like what organization is behind this? What country is in charge of this? Like what down syndrome organization <laughs> in which country it's, it's so well-made. It's amazing. It's really, really good. UK? I feel like the UK it is the UK. Out some great, mm-hmm. videos but no, okay. It's not. We, I needed, I should have written all this down because I dug and dug and dug and it still felt, I was still unsure, but there's like a production agency, I think in New York, this could all be inaccurate, you guys. And could you go to the hiringchain.org to watch it created by, it's like an agency adoratoria. And there's not a lot of information on like, this is where it came from. It's just like who produced it all those things. So it didn't seem like it came from one specific Down syndrome organization, but it's really, really well done. And it's the timing of it is like with people needing jobs, you know, like as people around the world begin to hire, think about hiring someone with Down syndrome and the chain, the chain effect of that. So everybody go watch the hiring chain. We'll have a link in our show notes for that video as well. And dear future mama, because it's 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 so good. Um, Mm -hmm. Also the disability one um what's that one with all the people who are all the famous people 
the one saying um, that I I don't have special special needs, needs. yeah, not disability, yes, yes. yeah, but like special needs, and it's all those famous people with Down syndrome talking about like what what institutes a special need, you know? Like yeah, wearing yeah. Um, armor or something that's special. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. So that's my bonus. I didn't write that in my in my seven my portion of the 21 things love about down syndrome, but those videos, man, I tell you, I tell you good ones. Yep. Um, okay. We're going to get to it then with all you guys got three bonuses. Look at us with the three, three bonus. (gasps) And then three goes into 21. How many times? times? There you go. (laughs) And it's also the 2021. Yeah. It's so it's just a very helpful number. I don't know. I don't know. All the, all you numbers, <laughs> all you number lovers geeking out out there. We're so happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> and tell me what it all means. <laughs> Help us know what we're missing here. Um, oh, you guys, it's also my book anniversary, which uh, the yeah. lucky few. four oh years gosh. ago, I birthed my first book, the lucky oh. few. And it, I've shared this before, but books only come out on Tuesdays. And the year oh. my book came out, it was a total coincidence that the timing of it was Tuesday was the 21st of March. And that's why crazy. <clears throat> it's not funny. If my book came out the year before the year after it would not have come out on World Down Syndrome Day. So there you go. And then my new children's book coming out is on Mason's birthday. No and that's a hundred percent a coincidence. It's also on that's a Tuesday. So cool. Is that fun? A coincidence <laughs> yes. or God. Or ordained by it <laughs> with my God voice. Oh, <laughs> Just kidding. God is not is not male. Okay, guys. But that's another episode. Oh my gosh. I love that. God is not, that not male or horse. Or horse. Or horse. <laughs> okay. God is divine, a divine creature that is neither male nor female and is both. Mm. We're getting, this is a different podcast. That's, that's, I yeah, love let's get there. Way, way. Okay. <laughs> we're coming back. We're bringing we're it. We're, here we, we go. <laughs> and we're back. Mercedes. <laughs> okay. You're up girl. Start. Okay. Let's hear your seven things that you love about Down syndrome. Alrighty. So sunflower, the apple of my eye would be the first, <laughs> my daughter. Second would be that feeling and that bond you share the instant you meet another family who loves a person with down syndrome, right? Like whether it's their child, they have a brother, a cousin, you just automatically share this, like, like tilt to the side head smile. Oh, I know you. Hi. (laughs) You're my people. (laughs) We share something unique. Um, I truly, truly love that. Um, the joy and care you feel when you are with a person with Down syndrome, I always describe it as uh, safe. I feel mm-hmm. like I even feel that with my daughter, she's only seven. And sometimes when she does something really brave, I do it because I'm with her and I want to be brave with her and for her. And, but usually it's because I'm with her that I feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um I think that also with my adult friends with Down syndrome, when I'm around them being silly, how I show up, it's all good. It's safe. It's fun. No judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's super special on the other fun side, the mischievousness that drives, this is particularly sunny. 
<laughs> I, the mischievousness that drives me crazy in the moment, but also makes me belly laugh the hardest when I tell the story later, you know, to others. Yeah. <laughs> she, I have a lot of those and I feel like, um, that is the gift of also raising a little one with down syndrome. Um, the love and dedication a person with down syndrome has for their family and friends. It's always so steadfast and unwavering. Like every person that I've met, um, with down syndrome, or I should say most people I meet with down syndrome are always gushing about their family Mm -hmm. and like their siblings are their best friends. They love their mom. It's just the best. Mm -hmm. And I hope that is for sunflower as well. A person with Down syndrome, their face when they smile, (laughs) the most honest, sweet face and smile ever. And just the overall, I feel like a person with Down syndrome, everything they do is magical, fun, and inspiring to watch. You know, I feel like the gift of Sunflower and even all your children that I get to watch grow up and especially with social media near and far friends that are doing really neat things and being world changers and narrative shifters, um, living their lives as a person with Down syndrome. It's inspiring and it's, I don't know, it's magic. Yeah. So I love people with Down syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) They make me happy. (laughs) Hashtag, I love people with Down syndrome. Yes. A new, a new t-shirt. A new t-shirt. Yes. Get me a Put t-shirt. it in my drawer. <laughs> my, we'll make it long sleeve, then you got a layer. Short sleeve, long sleeve, a sweatshirt. Oh my gosh. Next, bras. Someone oh jump in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What's We've got socks. We definitely need some Down syndrome inspired sayings on a bra (laughs) getting out of hand (laughs) leave it to us guys continue to take things out of hand Mercedes those are beautiful I I say yes and amen to all of those um true for your sunny I feel like that's true for my kiddos and when you said the smile one I instantly thought of like a hundred people I know with down through my mind like yes are you freaking kidding um, okay, I'm going to go next. Da, 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 da. In no particular order, I love one of my favorite things about having kids with Down syndrome is celebrating the big and the little, like the good news, the thing that we do here on the podcast. I, I just have such vivid memories of being like at the park when Mason was real tiny and her climbing a ladder for the first time and like being in tears and looking around to all the parents, like, you guys, oh my gosh, oh, you don't, you didn't celebrate this with your kid like I get to. It, it felt like I get to celebrate. <laughs> this. And so it's more than just the big milestones. I think there's extra milestones, which just yeah. means the extra celebration, um, when our kids are our little ones. And I, I love, I love that. I love that. I feel like this is my, maybe no, these are all my number one, but this is one that's really <laughs> affected me. I think because of down syndrome, I can see more clearly the innate worth in every human. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if I didn't have someone with Down syndrome in my life, and if I wasn't a part of this community, I'd be missing out on that. And um, just to like, what my kids have taught me is just that they are so valuable and worthy, period, full stop, you know, like as is not if they can. 
And I think there's so many times in parenting where there's moments of like, if only my kid could do this thing, like aside from Down syndrome, you know, it's like, if only my, I need my kid to be a straight A student, or I need my kid to be the best at this, or if my kid's not doing this thing that I'd hoped for them, then it feels like a failure. Um, and I can get wrapped up in that sometimes even with my kids with Down syndrome, but, but then I can, I always bring it back to the, the foundation of it, that they are valuable as is. And every person that I see, I see that like innate worth and value in, and my kids have taught me that. And I think that's like a lesson. Um, it overwhelms me with gratitude that I, that I've had that lesson from this community. I have lack of inhibition and really mostly when it comes to dancing, <laughs> I, I don't know that this is true for every person with Down syndrome. Cause I know there are people with Down syndrome who I'm sure are shy and do feel a little bit um, hesitant to step into a, onto a dance floor, but I've not met them yet. And um, <laughs> I have this great story of Macy. I remember one time we were in an airport and we had landed waiting for our luggage. It was so late at night and there was music on and Mason is like taking up where, where the carousel is the luggage. She's just like making her way around it and truly walked over to me. It's like, how come she's not embarrassed? And it's like, oh, honey, because there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, what a good lesson. And I think whenever I hear music, I want to be dancing my heart out. And I feel totally embarrassed. And I feel like totally inhibited by my own I, thoughts about myself and what people think about me. So I love that lack of inhibition. Um, button noses. I freaking love a button nose. <laughs> yes. And that is true for people with Down syndrome. And I, I'll share this. I've always tried to like write about this, but it's never happened the right way. But I... So I have, I have a very large nose and it's something I've had my whole life, a very large nose and my, and it's something that I think like, I wish when I was in high school that I had a nose job. Why did I never do that? And now I feel like I'm 39. It's too late. Also love your nose. Just love who you are and embrace your nose. And I always thought before I knew we were going to adopt all our kids or have kids with Down syndrome, I thought, I just don't want my kids to get my nose. This is something I can work out in therapy. Okay. <laughs> But I like, I had those thoughts when I was in my early twenties, like, oh gosh, please don't let my kids get my nose. And then I end up with three kids with these beautiful button noses and Augie and Macy because of down syndrome. <laughs> I love those little button noses. And then I know this is a funny, sort of a funny one, but I know so much more about the medical world than I would have without my kids with down syndrome. And I feel like a boss in like a conversation about if it ever comes up, you know, like not that it comes up a lot in small talk, but Sometimes there's moments where it's like, yes, I can tell you all about heart defects and pulmonary hypertension and medication in certain ways. I learned so much when it comes to medical, the medical space as a non-medical person. And I'm happy about that. And Mercedes started with this, but this is my number 13 is Macy and Augie are my favorite thing about Down syndrome in the whole wide world. I freaking love my kids. I can't even believe every day that I get to watch them live their life and I get to be a part of it. It is just the honor of my life. I love my truly star too so much. I feel the same way about her. Um, and then last, and maybe one of my very favorite things is this community we're a part of. It's like what you're saying, Mercedes, like you see a family and there's that instant connection. The amount of people who are my dearest, closest friends ever that we literally met through Instagram because we have a kid with Down syndrome, you know, like mm -hmm. Micah example, a mm -hmm. Mercedes mm -hmm. and I knew each other before our kiddos, mm -hmm. but Micah and I would not, we would be total strangers most likely 
if mm-hmm. we didn't have our kids with Down syndrome. And she's one of my best friends in the world. And I've got all these women all over the nation and other mm-hmm. parts of the world that are like, I could call in a second and with anything and they would be there for me. Mm-hmm. And it's because we both have kids. We all have kids with Down syndrome. I mean, it's, it's great. It's beautiful. It is. That's what I got. Well, all right, Micah. All right. Bring bring it home. You want to sing yours? Oh my goodness. Every (laughs) single one of them. From 15 to 21. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to start with number one. And this is something I've been thinking about so much. And it has really shaped my writing in the last few years. And I actually have started a newsletter about this. I... I love how, what ACE's life has taught me about not buying into our hurried culture. I love how his life is teaching me how, how to be in the world in a quieter, slower way. And, um, that I don't have to earn my, I don't have to earn love. I don't have to earn accolades to be worthy and that I can stop hustling. And I feel like that, that that is a lesson I'm learning daily and just am grateful that ACE has been shaping how I'm thinking about that and, and how that is forming my spiritual life and um, the things I write about. So that's number one. Number two is that the magic antenna of empathy that I see on Ace's, it's invisible, but it's on Ace's forehead, wherever he goes. (laughs) And, um, you know, I, like Heather said, I hesitate to say like, this is the case for all people with Down syndrome, but I think there is something really special there um, that has made empathy in people with Down syndrome, like, like a superpower. And I've watched how that has shaped my family in so many ways. Um, when, when one of my sons was really struggling with anxiety, his therapist told him to see when he's overwhelmed to see himself the way Ace sees him. And that was a really powerful um, exercise that we practiced as a family for him. And something that when he was having panic attacks, Ace was the person who could come into the room and sit next to him and just be present with him. So I'm grateful for that, that invisible antenna. Number three, Ace's snuggles this past weekend. He had a fever and Ace is not a crier when he feels bad. And, you know, sometimes I worry because I feel like that the low muscle tone makes him not have a enough of have too high of a pain tolerance. Um, But what definitely happens when he feels bad is just a willingness to sit quietly for a long time. And a lot of it with me. And I feel like I've just gotten more snuggles than um, any mom of a five-year-old gets in the world. Uh, Number four, I love the stubborn rejection of things that you don't like. 
I love that people with Down syndrome, they say what they don't want and they don't have to worry about it. (laughs) They're not afraid of upsetting the masses. They're not afraid of rejecting mashed potatoes. I love that Ace has not eaten any soft food besides hummus in like four years. (laughs) And and he's he's still (laughs) going strong. He only wants crunchy and that's what we're giving. So uh, number six, wait, did I skip number five? I skipped number five. (laughs) Number five, I love the openness that Ace has to new people and the way that he breaks down walls. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten to see that in our neighborhood. It's, we have a neighborhood that is in our new house that's really, um, everybody's a part of each other's lives. It's very sweet. We got brought so many like foods when we showed up here, Uh, but we're also in a pandemic. And so everybody that, that I've talked to in the neighborhood, I've talked to from 15 feet away, you know, while they're on their porch. And Ace uh, has not has not been the best at subscribing to social distancing. So the person who has touched everyone in the neighborhood is Ace. And uh, he has sat in laps and given hugs. And Aww. I think there's just like a, um, the, the, the thing I see across people's faces when he comes in contact with them, or especially when they get a hug from him or a touch from him is just a, a sense of like feeling loved and feeling Mm -hmm. like there's goodness in the world. Six, I think the goodness of, of seeing that there are different ways to communicate. And that has been a lesson I've learned through ACEs um, struggle with speaking that in the same way that we've learned at all of us in the Down Center community have learned to uh, see value in the things that make our kids different. I've started to see value in the way that Ace communicates and the sweetness of it. His, his, his new thing is coming and grabbing our hand and walking us to where, whatever he wants. And usually it's the TV. And usually I'm like, dude, we're not having screen time right now. But uh, even his, those different forms of communication from Ace are tender and loving. And I am thankful that I get to experience that. And number seven, which is also number 21 of the podcast. (laughs) uh, I love how Down syndrome has shaped all of our family, but especially my older sons, um, the way that they are naturally bent towards gentleness and compassion mm. and an awareness of the underdog. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, just last week, Brooksy came home and he was worried about this kid in his class who's shorter than most of the kids who was being bullied. And mm. there are moments like that where I think I really... I don't know if Brooksy, his natural personality is like one to stand up for justice. He's kind of a, a like give people what they want kind of servant mm-hmm. Enneagram two type. But I think he um, it's because of Ace that he has that strength in him 
that he's learning how to use it for justice. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a gift for all of us and all of the people who are in the lives of someone with Down syndrome. I love it all. I'm feeling gushy and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, I want to add another bonus to kind of go off of Micah's. I was just talking to someone the other day because Sunflower is my oldest. So she's kind of leading the other siblings, you know, in a lot of ways and kind of even my parenting. And I was feeling like my kids were like behind a little bit on knowing stuff, like, but not like, I mean, school, I meant like worldly stuff. And I don't know why this was bothering me. Like since Sunny doesn't know how to ride two wheel bikes, she only does training wheels. I feel like roads is the same. Like he doesn't have a sibling to go off of. And like mm-hmm. it, uh, most of his six-year-old friends are like taking off in their two wheel bikes. And he says that he'll do it after Sunny or maybe when he's 10. It used to be nine. He turned six, then it turned to 10. Um, so <laughs> yes, literally no interest. <laughs> um, and then also like there's certain toys, like kids are like not playing with, like some are like out of toys. And like, I think we'll be with toys for a while. Like Sunny still loves mm-hmm. her figurines. And there's just this, like, like you were saying this slow down pace and sunflower being the first has really, I didn't even realize it. Like slowed down our pace. And like, I really feel like my kiddos are embracing childhood, you know, and like being okay. I don't, they're not, they don't see too cool yet. And I know my kids are still young, but I, I just think that is a gift of having sunflower as the oldest setting this pace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty cool That's thing. really sweet. So sweet. I love this friends. This is good. Good, good stuff. We want to hear from you guys, listeners. So if you're listening to this, will you go over to our Instagram page, the lucky view pod and leave in the comments, your favorite thing about your loved one with down syndrome. If you have down syndrome, what do you love about yourself? We want 21 things (laughs) that you love about yourself. Write them in the comments. Okay. This has been such a fun conversation. And now it's time for our favorite part of the episode. Good news. Ready? Okay. Time for good news. Time for good news. Everybody, welcome to the good news. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mercedes, do you have any good news to share today? Sunflower, I do. So Sunflower has just blossomed this past few months in the terms of, um, so, I mean, she always will have sass, but the attitude part has really died down with like, um, I have found that with lack of speech, her stubbornness and maybe attitude comes out like negative attitude Mm -hmm. comes out. 
Um, cause since she can't explain always fully what she wants or what she's intending or what she means, she will, um, become stubborn or hold her ground or just like maybe grumpy, you know, mm-hmm. and have a little bit of attitude. And I feel like with her speech and then her ability to be like, show you, like, let me show you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, um, just her patience with repeating herself, or she'll even stop to do like a thinking face as she's like trying to figure out a different way to explain herself. It just like, it can make me like cry. It just has been mm-hmm. so good. And I feel like I'm seeing my little girl, like, um, have something that was so frustrating now be like something we're working out together. And she, mm-hmm. I just see her joy come out a little bit more where I think we were having a time of, of a little bit of friction as she was like yeah. frustrated, internally frustrated that she couldn't explain. And I think that's been um, a really neat thing to see and, and at the same time, a really beautiful thing and a really hard thing to walk through with sunflower, you know, cause this will be, I feel like it'll come in waves and yeah. it's hard when you see your child acknowledge or know that they are having a personal difficulty doing something and not being able to fix it for them. You know, yeah. like we can work on it, but this is not a, in a week or a two week fix. Right. It's like a, a long thing. So that was a pretty emotional thing for us maybe last year. And this year, I feel like we're just getting to see the fruits of our labor and it's been really great. And I could tell sunflower has a confidence and that was lacking. Like she's wanting to meet new people and she's wanting to make friends and, I'm okay with sending her to class because she can ask for water. She can go to the bathroom, her simple needs. She can address to others. And that was, I mean, that was um, a huge thing we've been working on. So I don't know. I'm really excited. I I'm seeing the fruits of her labor, you know, it's awesome. And props to you, mama, because that is a lot. When you say we've been working all of us listening know what you mean yeah. <laughs> day in and day out for years. And it, that's amazing. We're proud of you too. Um, okay. I have something I am. Uh, I'm feeling really grateful for ACES teachers and his one-on-one aid who just like knows her stuff and, uh, the way that they've been super creative and helping him find ways to learn and show that he knows things. And they've been working on color matching um, for months. And one of the things that they started to practice like a couple of months ago was they were like, you know, we just really feel like Ace needs to add in some physical, uh, like when he runs and jumps, his, his brain thinks a little bit clearer and he can make those associations. So every day he works on matching colors by um, having Legos in his hands and running across the room to a place where there's Legos spread on the table. And his cute, it's, yeah. So he runs across the room and then they say match yellow and they hand him the yellow Lego. And then he 
puts it next to the yellow Lego that's I'm on gonna the table. Do that. That's a great thing. I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. And he and we when we are virtual, which he was virtual because we there's a certain amount of time after you've had a fever that you have to wait because of COVID. So yesterday we were virtual and um, you know, he's doing it at home too. And I think that that like that sort of thing is just uh I I know that kids like Ace. 20 years ago would have been written off as like, he can't even learn his colors, but he knows his colors and he just need needs advocates to help him know he knows his colors and show the world that he knows his colors. And I'm grateful for those people. Mm. So good news. Good news. I love that, Micah. So you guys, happy... 321 happy world down syndrome day and listeners we're so thankful for you for joining us and you know that we love to hear your good news so leave us a voicemail or dm us on instagram and share about your family and your good news about your loved one with down syndrome and if you have a product or business that wants to help us shout the worth of people with down syndrome we would love to partner with you you can email hello at the lucky podcast.com for sponsorship opportunities and a huge thank you to our editor josh avis for putting together this bonus episode to our producer val schleter our sponsor and all of you who've shared the lucky few podcast with friends and who've listened faithfully and shared us on don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and remember that you dear listeners supporting your loved one with down syndrome you are shadow of worth and a narrative shifter. So keep on keeping on. We are cheering for you and happy world down syndrome day, everybody. Put on your t-shirts, <laughs> wear your socks, get out there and you're blue and yellow. And uh, we're celebrating with you. Bye. Bye.